It's getting worse out there. Yeah, man. It's hard out there for a podcast. Is there any shelter from the storm of crappy forms? That's no storm. That's a hurricane. Hurricane Maxwell. And the only way to shelter yourself from the gale force winds is in the falcon's nest. On the forums at badboardy.com. Badboardy.com? Holy fuck, how do we get there? For the love of all that's fucking holy, how do we get there? Don't panic, man. Chill. All you gotta do is go to badboardy.com and sign up for the forums. And if you use the coupon code ABOG for Always Bet on Geek, you'll get a 50% off of a yearly subscription. That's a whole year. There's a lot of cool shit going on in them forums. A year subscription is only $20. Half off if you use the coupon code ABOG. $10 ain't shit for all the stuff you get on the forums. There are monthly giveaways, exclusives, plus all that bad boardy archive shows. It's kinda hard to turn down. Holy fucking shit on a stick. Sounds like a plan to be racist. Let's do this. And don't forget, when you do, tell them always bet on geek sent you. Always bet on geek. What's up, everybody? This is Marshall, Squishy Now Sync on Twitter, and whatever else I'm on social media. Am I on play? Whatever. What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> this is Marshall. <laughs> what you, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to Always Bet on Geek. <laughs> and what's up? This is your friendly neighborhood co-host, Pat. Um, <laughs> as you can probably tell, I'm actually. Up north in the pie cave with my boy Marsh face to face. So this episode of Always Been on Geek should sound a bit more natural, maybe. Or I don't know, man. Do you think we've got it in the rhythm of? I've never heard any complaints. Okay, just people say you so crazy, man. Like that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also this is actually a special episode because it's our first double digit episode, episode ten. Look, Ma, we made it. Or, as I like to call it, episode X. <laughs> that was an unassigned. He's looked me in the face and said, uh. Yes, no, I'm just trying to be good to the new year and to resolutions. and I'm trying not to make any Malcolm X references or anything like that since we're in the X. X-Men, Malcolm. Malcolm the X-Man. That doesn't even make sense. Very, very poor Malcolm X reference. Actually, that's part of the reason why I went with episode X, that and the X-Men and the X-Files. Spike Lee told you to? We didn't land on Podcast Rock. Podcast Rock landed on us. You've been bamboozled. Hoodwinked. Run amok. Run amok. <laughs> yes, I, I know what he said. Crazy man. Yeah, because to be real, to be really real, are you ready for this realness? I know the real. You don't. You're not telling me nothing, dude. 
Well, to tell everybody else, I have yet to see Malcolm X. That's too real, Pat. Marshall has. Man. And the reason... Malcolm X made me hate the white man. And that's why I haven't made time to watch it in decades. Because I know it's just going to make me angry. (laughs) (laughs) And (coughs) I have too many white friends to be that angry. (laughs) All the time. Well, man... We're not those people, but it does make you angry. At the system, pretty much. Yeah, but I mean, watching the news makes me angry at the system. The shit that cops are doing, all this other kind of bullshit. Your childhood heroes fucking drugging and raping people. Well, oh, I don't want to say hero. Man. But, you know, staple of your youth. Right, yeah. You know, stuff like this is like... I can't just, like just like when Mike came, you know, little Michael molesting little kids and stuff, allegedly... But with this, there's no allegedly no, truth. This just, is this just, is the real truth. There's no because yeah. you know out of court. There's no more this. Because you know, folks were like, it's a conspiracy. I'm like, maybe one or two, but even then, that's stretching well, it's it. Got dozens but now, but it's right? like over a dozen women over multiple decades of some, all some big time people too. Right? No, <laughs> no, there's no conspiracy. Poor Bill. He's just a monster. I don't and, know why I said poor Bill. And you know what? Fuck it. No poor Bill. Fuck that guy, man. That's horrible. Poor poor Bill. Bill's family, I guess, is probably what I should be saying. Okay, how is this geek related? What did we come? Oh, because the system and being angry at the news and then... But how is that geek related? Hey, you what? got the advice. You got the advice. Keep that shit real, my homie. Keep it real. That's what folks want to hear, that real talk. That's not what Mark said. <laughs> I think my way sounds funnier. I need to call the store and get, get Mark to, to give me a sound bite. Keep that shit real, homie. <laughs> my homie. That real talk. No, I don't think he. I think that would make him sound pretty dumb. Like, I don't think that he runs into stuff to make himself look stupid. <laughs> He's not like me. You know? I don't go out of my way to make myself look silly. Ooh, pot to the face. You know? Kind of yeah, like that. I'm not that bad. I don't do the slapstick stuff. I used to really love the slapstick stuff like uh, Naked Gun and uh, Hot Shots. What's the name of it? Airplane. Airplane. Uh, God, there was tons of them. Oh, yeah. Um, Spaceballs, kind of, yeah. Okay, that's geek related. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm hyped for that, man. I know you put the link on our Facebook page. I'm not sure if I'm hyped for it. Why? You'll see a super old 90-year-old yogurt. He'll be green and saggy-er than he was in the first movie. There's no John Candy. He's going to glory. Yeah. If they can kill Han Solo, you can make a comedy without John Candy. Spoiler. If you still complain about spoilers past this point, did a, uh, oh, we did, but that was a different episode. Every podcast is not by his first podcast, yeah. but no, I get what you're saying. But I guess my thing is, I, I just don't actually, I don't actually won't actually beep the name out. Then I don't won't beep the name out. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. Carry on, Pat. It's all good. No, say what you feel and feel what I say. Feel what I you feel say. The struggle is real. But um, I just don't want, you know, it's like there are times where the champ can come out of 
retirement one too many times. And I don't want Mel Brooks to try and retake the throne when... Wait, who's saying that he's not doing stuff? He's been doing stuff the whole time, just not like... <coughs> just because you don't hear about stuff that's going on in the mainstream doesn't mean that he's coming out of retirement. He's coming out of retirement. Because, like, because, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, y'all. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all missed the, what he just did. <laughs> I wish we were on YouTube just so y'all can see what happened. Otherwise, you can see... You can understand why I took the stunned silence. Do you want to try to do a I don't have a stand for the iPhone or anything. I mean, we can set up a little makeshift makeshift stand. Do you want to try a little 30-minute episode thing later? I know Stephanie won't want to be on it, so. I mean, yeah, we could try. I'm I'm up for it. This is the weekend of experimentation. No. It's not the weekend of experimentation. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you I mean as soon as you finish saying it, you already knew. Actually, no. Because <laughs> you immediately said, oh. "That's because you started talking." <laughs> because I started talking, I didn't even finish my sentence. I knew where you were going as you started oh, talking. God, Pat, no. Keep your friends too low. All right. <laughs> I guess my point is, even though, even when Jordan retired from basketball. He tried baseball. He played golf, whatever. But that was Jordan. Jordan did basketball. I'm not saying Mel Brooks hasn't been doing stuff, but he hasn't been mainstream, big screen Mel Brooks in a long, long time. I just don't want him to try and retake that throne with Spaceballs and all of his other movies have already pretty much um, set the throne, you know. He is riding the coattails off of The Force Awakens. No, I mean... There's no way that he's not going to come back off of that particular... It's an awesome genius movie. I've seen... I've seen Dracula Dead and Loving It. That was not (laughs) worthy of my time. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. I mean, every bird lays a brown egg every once in a while. Sure, but at least with Dead... (laughs) And loving it, it was his own unique property. Spaceballs is up there in cult status. He doesn't need to tap it again. You know what I'm saying? Do you, you kind of get what I'm I saying? I get where you're saying, but I think that it's going to be awesome. Granted, I really probably won't see it in the theaters. <laughs> but, I mean, I really don't go see movies anymore like we used to. We'll go and see movies once or twice a year for the big epic Marvel movies. Now, it's... That because y'all have a daughter or are y'all just lazy? It's not about it's kind of about lazy. <clears throat> I would we would go a lot more if we had the money now. I'd rather spend my money on geek stuff. But that is geek stuff. I'd rather spend my money on Walt Flanagan art. Or I've been uh Oh sorry, that was Marshall. What the fuck was that? <laughs> That's what Marshall plays whenever he's about to worship at the shrine of Walt. You're a weirdo, Pat. No, I've been, uh, and pretty soon we're gonna. Ha- I would like to do an episode dedicated just to comic artists and artists in general. Because there's a few artists that I wanted to, I don't know if I wanted to talk about them or display them or plug for them or just talk about them in general or 
because like with comic art and stuff, I haven't really paid much attention to names until the and until just the past couple of years. So there's big time names that I really don't know the stuff that they've done. Am I too far away? Say something real quick. Oh, well, I'm right here by the mic. Yeah. Well, you've been pushing means... farther and farther back since you've been talking because you've been laughing and stuff. Holy shit. What the hell is that? That's Ryan. Yo. Yo, what's up, We are currently right in the middle of recording an episode of Always Bet on Geek. Oh, hang on, hang on. All right, you are currently on speakerphone, so now here is your moment to actually be on the episode of Always Bet on Geek. Go for it, Rod. Well, I feel like there's a little bit of pressure because I wasn't expecting it, but (laughs) (laughs) and if you're listening to this podcast, you have made a good life choice. You know what quality entertainment is, and you know how to support the individual artists that are bringing it to you. Keep up the good work. I'm out. All right, thanks, man. That that will probably go on one of our commercials that we're going to record. So and there you go. And for folks who are wondering, the voice you heard was one of my best friends, Ryan. And he's calling it from Texas, if I'm not to be mistaken. Is, so is he on Twitter? You are correct. Is he on Facebook? I'll let you go. Don't mean to interrupt. Uh, no, uh, are you actually all? Because I will call you back after we're done. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'm just chilling out. I just get some storage done. I have some stuff to check. Okay, cool. All right, bye. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, at least I can turn up my individual sounds. It's just going to be extra, extra work. Just don't sit as far. You don't have to. I, I gotta do it and move it back and forth. It's like I said, I'll just have to raise my own volume a little bit. Well, so what should this episode X be about? The well, tenth episode. From, we started with Malcolm X. We move on to Bill Cosby. Then we moved on to Bill Cosby. Oh, so we we yeah. Sorry. Yeah. X X X. I guess. Because that's technically what Bill Cosby was talking about. No, no. But it was evil XXX. Right. Illegal, illegal X anyway. Even better, right. So now what? He was a monster, and what he did was wrong. <laughs> you, neither one of us have actually caught up with the post-Secret Wars X-Men. So. No. I, oh, that's right. But, and, I, we've, and we're going to talk about the Avengers titles and different various other things like that. He hasn't caught up on Inhumans, so we won't talk about Inhumans much. I guess we can re-go over what me and Pat talked about earlier, because he doesn't like spoilers. Y'all know me. But I haven't gotten my books, and it'll be a couple more days, so I don't know how Secret Wars ended, so I'm going to have Pat spoil Secret Wars ending for me right now. So I feel it's kind of... I know it's not pointless because he always says that everybody's podcast is the first podcast. Spoilers. He's fixing to spoil Secret Wars. Actually, at this point, we should really put that clip of Stephanie 
right here. If I can find it. Do you still complain about spoilers past this point? You're a fucking asshole. Oh no, man! Did you well, lose it's, it? It's in there. I just have a, a lot of stuff saved at this point. Cause I love that clip. No, yeah. You know, and that's something that we did on the, uh, at, you know, the other podcast that I do. Welcome to the Alamo. We teamed up and did a crossover episode with the BS Pod with Beach and Sky, and. I forgot where I was going with that. What was I talking about before that? I have no idea, man. Son of a bitch. <laughs> that wasn't just a, a lame way to throw their names out there either. What the fuck were we talking about? Okay, it's by now it should be obvious. Marshall has had a brain freeze. I cannot remember what the point was. No, but I'm the point. To, I'm trying to backtrack the conversation that I was having so that I could remember. I think the main gist of it is support. The BS Pod, check out Welcome to the Alamo. What's the new pod by the woman who used to do No Tell Hotel? Holiday Inn. Uh, Amy, I think it's the Ant Hill Podcast. That's weird. Trying to pause it and figure out what I was talking about. Just kind of didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was saying what, what we did. We did a crossover podcast. But that was something that they talked about. Aussies, Aussies, uh, Aussies say, uh, and it's saying yeah, no, nah, and no, nah, yeah, meaning yes and no. It means the same thing. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, yeah, yeah, no. And I caught myself saying yeah, no, nah, no, nah, yeah. See, it's not even funny after all this time, which I guess isn't, <laughs> isn't, isn't quite all this time since. To them, it yeah. was paused, it was but a, I mean, it was a couple of minutes. Uh, fuck, never mind, sorry. I, I will not do that again. I'll just say, look, I had a brain fart. But that makes me seem like such a stupid fuck anyway. I don't like people to know that I'm a big... <laughs> <laughs> there it is again. Because <laughs> I think... At least this time he didn't gasp. Because <laughs> I think you're trying to quote Clerks too, right? Was that on Clerks 2? Oh my god. No, it wasn't. So that. you were just saying something horribly racist. <laughs> that, that's my go-to. But I wasn't trying to be hateful. I was just trying to get a reaction and I got <laughs> the look you gave me. <laughs> it wasn't a hateful look. It was like a, what the fuck? Because <laughs> honestly, I thought he was try- trying to quote that scene from Clerks 2 when Randall was like, I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. No. 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 <laughs> you can't take that back. <laughs> so. This was a good, good detour. Uh, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. So before we pause, so Mars could try to find what he was trying to say but couldn't find. No, it's all good. That's what I was trying to say. The yeah, no, no, yeah thing. Oh, uh, like I said, after I remembered it and it being this much time, it wasn't even re- remotely funny. So I think we're trying to discuss Secret Wars. <laughs> All right, so... Secret Wars, man. Secret Wars. It's kind of too much. It would be almost a whole podcast to do a rundown through the whole thing, I guess. Pretty much, if you want the Cliff Notes version, a catastrophe happened in a parallel reality that destroyed that reality before it's before his predestined time and that caused the cascade of other realities to start crashing into each other 
causing what they call incursions. It all came down to the last two Earths, which was the Marvel 616 verse and the Ultimate verse. 616 is, quote, our universe or whatever? Right, it's the Marvel universe. And then Earth 1210, I think, which is the Ultimate verse. And those last two crashed together, causing the complete destruction of the multiverse, except for the Will of Doom, who took the powers of the Beyonders as access through the Molecule Man to form Battle World, where he made himself God Emperor Doom for eight years with the surviving pieces of various multiple realities. But before the Marvel verse and the Ultimate verse collided, the heroes and villains of the two worlds had life rails. From the Marvel verse was Reed. T'Challa, the Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Star-Lord, Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Cyclops with the Phoenix Force. Cyclops with the Phoenix Force. And Thor, right? Female Thor? And Thor, uh, right. The new Thor. Meanwhile, from the Ultimate Verse... The new Thor, what's her name? I forget her name. Jane Foster. Jane Foster, okay, sorry. Um, and from the Ultimate Verse was the Cabal, which was ultimately Richards, who was called... The Maker. He's pretty crazy. The Submariner. Thanos. Proxima Midnight. Black Clave, I think. No, those guys were. Terex. The Cabal are from our Earth, right? But they had gone to the. They escaped. Right. Because oh, of an explosion. And Maximus the Mad. But they escaped because Ultimate Reed made his own life raft and they would own it. Oh, and Ultimate Spider Man, Miles. Miles Morales also hissed a ride on that life raft. So, I forget, how the hell did he get on the raft? With the company that was... How did they let him on the raft? Was he like trying to do what was right and follow them? And, yeah. And okay, I think I remember that. His spider powers let him go kind of invisible. So they never actually saw him and they were typically trying to escape the end of all. Miles Morales is a badass if he can uh, escape Thanos and the Cabal's uh, attention sight or whatever. Well, it's what happens when you get so so powerful and big and bad. You think small things are beneath you and you miss the small things. I guess so. Anyway, so those characters survive the end. So they still remember. There was uh, Sue and his kids, uh, Mr. Fantastic's kids. Yeah, but they but failed to survive. Well, yeah, the life raft broke in half. <clears throat> he could have saved them. That was touchy. Touching. So anyway, they remember what actually happened, all the incursions and the true reality. Everybody else on the battle world truly believes that God, Emperor Doom, is God. Well, he is. He's got the power of the Beyonders. He saved everything. Everything that is is right now is because he, he made it happen. So. And actually, the only two people on Battleworld that know what came before only three people is Doom, Doctor Strange who is his right hand person who was at him when he killed all the Beyonders and the Monocule Man who actually has the power of the Beyonders but he lets Doom access it through him. That's the setup and I said the short version but it was still pretty long but that was as short as I could make it. <laughs> yeah. No I wouldn't. Yeah. That's what I was saying if we got into it it would easily be a whole episode. And things happened in the middle. And now here's the end of it. 
<laughs> really, go read this issue. It's really one of the best. It'll be out in trade summer in, events. In, in no time. Yeah, it'll be out in trade in no time. That Marvel has done in a long time. So hats off to Hickman and I can never say the artist's name because it's spell it. I'm about to because I, I hate doing that because he's a really great artist. See, that's why I tell you to write notes, man. Write all this shit out. You got you a super new, awesome... Esad Ribic? E-S-A-D-R-I-B-I-C. And the inker is... Wait, is that the ink or the, just the colorist? No, no. Um, color artist is I-V-E-S-V-O-R-C-I-N-A. But hats off to the entire creative team because Secret Wars, though very late, was worth the wait. <laughs> Though very late, it was worth the wait. Because to be fair, it was supposed to be over in October on November, or October. November. Wow. And the last issue came out in January. <laughs> I do like how when they knew they were going to be late, they went ahead and added an extra issue and drew, drew it out to make it better. Well, to make more money. But So I don't know if there was nine issues or eight issues. Nine. What happened in eight? Eight was... A whole lot of mostly getting stuff set up for the final yeah, battle for God and for Doom. Yeah, the, the end panel was when Thanos convinced Thing to stand up. No, the end panel of eight is when Submariner and Black Panther walked out of the oh. siege courageous. <clears throat> Black Panther has the Infinity Gauntlet going. Your reign, your reign ends now, Doom. Which was really a badass panel. Whew. Okay, I don't think I have. I don't think I've read eight or nine then. You really should. Do you well, have those? Oh, okay. Do you want to read it on my iPad? Of course not. He's all about the paper. Paper, honey. Stack them bricks. That's kind of fitting for bagged comics, boarded comics. They're kind of like thin bricks. You stack them bricks. You need to come closer. You're still... There you go. Does that sound better? <laughs> <laughs> Mars keeps pushing the seat farther from the back. I'm a fidgety motherfucker. I keep telling you, I'm a fidgety. Fidgety. Motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so what happened in the last issue? It's the final battle, complete chaos. The Black Panther and Doom are fighting using all of reality as their weapon because the Black Panther has the Infinity Gauntlet. Doom has the power of the Beyonders. And you come to, to discover as they fight, the power of the Beyonders is more powerful than the Infinity Gauntlet. Of course it is. I'm surprised it even went to a couple of men. We have to understand when we came up, the Infinity Gauntlet was portrayed to be the ultimate power. <clears throat> well, yeah, until the Living Tribunal busted that down, and then somebody more powerful than that. I mean, that's one of right. That was it. Wasn't because of that, but that's the when I stopped. So it was like. No, that's now, true. Now there's and multiple Infinity Gauntlets throughout each reality and stuff. That's just like, yeah, it makes perfect sense. But it's like, yeah, it makes Infinity Gems not as awesome. They're super awesome. I mean, you know what I'm saying. But but to be fair, the Beyonders did kill every aspect of the Living Tribunal. So that should have been my first clue that the power of the Gauntlet <laughs> was right. only like a speed bump. <laughs> really, though impressive so while the Black Panther and Doom are fighting it out, Reed and Ultimate Reed, the Maker, are trying to find the true source of Doom's power, which they discover, and Reed has pretty much already figured out is 
the molecule man. So dude defeats T'Challa and is about to kill him. And he's like, you, did you really think you could defeat me, T'Challa? T'Challa's like, no, I'm the distraction. <laughs> and that's when dude realizes I've been played. And while war is raging all through his realm because T'Challa and the Submariner brought in the army of the dead from the from beyond the shield wall. The shield wall is not, down. They're not dead anymore, right? They're dead. They just have more free will thanks to, thanks to the Siege Courageous. Oh, I just thought that the Siege Courageous would reverse them and make them normal again. Nope. Okay. Oh, so you missed that that See, epic scene. I, I, must, I must have missed. I must have missed eight and nine. Is what it is. Because it issue eight is when Doom kills Thanos. <laughs> Which Thanos? The one from the Cabal? Yeah. Or the Thanos, the one from the Cabal. Because Thanos he, steps up and gets it, killed. It, that's <laughs> like, that's the you, way it works. Yeah, you think you're worthy to hold have this power? Well, do you think you are Titan? I am. <laughs> he says something, and. He steps up. Just and, like poor Cyclops with the Phoenix Force. <laughs> and Doom goes, unless you're hiding a Infinity Gauntlet, this is pointless. And Thanos goes, I am Thanos, the Mad Titan. I am all that I need. And Doom reaches into his chest and pulls out his skeleton and says, apparently not. And Thanos falls dead. He pulls out his skeleton. In front of his eyes. Rips it out. If they know something, that's it. Like all of his bones, his skull, is everything. Two panels. I have it on my iPad. I'll show it to you right now. It was actually a pretty cool two-panel kill. <laughs> but you can keep talking. Um, I mean, I can't believe that Thanos would even step up. To, I mean, he knows better than that shit. I can't. That's not the Thanos that I remember, though. That's just crazy. Pulled out his skull and his spinal cord and his ribs are falling apart. Annihilus? What the fuck did he do? What happened? What? Annihilus was also he up in issue eight too, was also trapped behind the shield wall, and when the shield wall came down because the thing broke free, the annihilation wave also came through. And then he joined Doom. He joined Thanos, because Thanos told Annihilus, "Come with me. We can overthrow Doom, and then I will give you more power." And then that's where Doom killed. Thanos in front of Anonymous says, now, if you, if, you, if you don't want to die, turn on all my enemies. And he's like, you got it, got it for doom. <laughs> my bad. I should have stepped up. Victim <laughs> of circumstance, I am. Good Annihilus. Yeah, you can actually read the two pages. It's a pretty quick. No, I'll read it. I don't want to do it. It's okay. So, what was it? Okay, so, by this moment, Reed and the Maker have discovered where Doom is keeping Owen Reese. And they're trying to talk Owen into taking, yeah, taking the power back from Doom. And the Maker turns on Reed. But then Doom kills the Maker and Reed is, is restored. And then that's when you have the final battle. It, it was always going to come down to Reed and Doom having an out. Of course. And this has been building up since Hickman took over the Fantastic Four back before he was even on the Avengers. It was all leading up to this point. So, Doom... Owen is always hungry. 
But how did Reed even stand a chance against them? Because and they're having this final battle in front of Owen Reese, the Molecule Man, and Owen is always hungry, so whenever anybody comes to visit him, he asks people if they bought him anything to eat. Right. And Miles Morales pulled out a fucking cheeseburger. Which will Peter was like, What the fuck? Which will actually come back in this in this in this issue. And he thanked Miles for that. So when Reed found them, he asked Reed, do you have anything for me to eat? And Reed says, I'm sorry, Owen, I don't. Because folks forget, the first appearance of the Monocule Man was in the issue of the Fantastic Four. Oh, I thought everyone knew he was Fantastic Four. <laughs> so when Doom discovered where Reed was, Owen asked Doom, did you bring me anything to eat? And Doom says, I'm sorry, Mr. Reese, I didn't. And then he says, well, then, that makes the two of you equal. So he didn't let Doom access his power. So it's just Doom with the power of his armor against Reed and his powers. Huh. Finding it out. But as they're fighting, they're talking. It's more of a philosophical fight mixed in with the fisticuffs. But it came down to this. <laughs> they're having a fight and Reed is trying to explain you worked so hard to hold on what was left of the ruins. You didn't try to make anything better. And Doom is going, I did what I had to do to save millions of lives after you failed. And you still can't give me credit for what I've done. And Rhea's like, I've always told you you can be better than what you were, Victor. And they're finding it out. And then finally Doom goes, I know what this is. I know what this finally is. After all this time, you think you're better than me. I want you to admit it. Admit that you think that if you had this power, you would have done a better job. And Reed looks Doom in the eye and goes, yes, I do. And we both know it, don't we? And there's this moment where Doom has to admit, yes, you're right. Now die. And he's about to kill Reed when Owen goes, well, since you both agree, and Doom's like, no, wait! (laughs) Yeah, no shit. And with that, Everything goes white as Battle World is destroyed, but not before T'Challa, even in defeat, wakes up with enough time as he sees the wave of nothing come for him to pick out the time gem from his shattered Infinity Gauntlet, and time jumps back to the before the very first issue of the New Avengers before any of the before any of this started before the first incursion on our world, and it kind of completes the loop full circle and then the issue jumps ahead and says eight months later the Marvel Universe the prime earth and you pick up where things are now and everything's been restored and so it doesn't tell you doesn't does it mention it doesn't mention how T'Challa fixed everything then but no he's the one who fixed everything no it he just jumped back before it all started so you can see that since the incursions didn't happen in the same way this time. Who fixed everything was actually Reed because as the issue ends, you see Reed and Sue and the kids from the foundation on uh, outside of all a space of time. And Sue goes, okay, Val, their daughter, who's as smart as Reed and do, try to explain this to me again. And Val goes, okay, Owen Reese has unlimited power, but he needs a human anchor to direct that power. 
First he had Doom, but now he has Dad. So what Dad is doing is he's using Franklin, who's a maker who can create entire new realities. So he has Franklin imagine new realities, takes the power from the Monocule Man, and then spins them out into their own realities. And then we put a piece of Owen as an anchor in that reality to keep it steady. That way, he becomes more whole and not hungry, and we are beginning the multiverse over again. Right. So now we can explore all this new stuff that we invent, but after we invent it, it takes on a life of its own, so we don't know. And then Franklin goes, so Dad, are we not superheroes anymore? And Reed goes, well, maybe one day in time, but for now, we have to recreate everything and explore what we've created. So he knew that Johnny and Ben had their own lives to lead. So that's why he put them back on the prime earth. But him and Sue and the kids are going to continue to create the new multiverse and explore it. And that's where we okay. and Sue are. But that's, cool. that's definitely not as bad as I had. Right. Had. But as yeah. but the but the last page is Reed doing one last gift to Victor and restoring his face. He's like, I believe in unlimited potential. I believe this time everything lives. And this dude with his restored face come laughing in joy. Because he has, because not even he has a second chance. And I think this time it will stick because, like I said before, this. Every, co- everybody loves Doom, even well, though he's well, a supervillain. Well, this com- this will be great. Well, this completes Doom story. Doom has always won the ultimate power, how and come, he achieved it. How come he can't, uh, well, how come he couldn't have fixed his face before? Just like Thanos, deep down, he knew he wasn't worthy of the power. The power of having a face? That was his, his subconscious. He knew he wasn't worthy of being a god. Oh, right, right, right. Just, just yeah, like he, Thanos. He says that, I think, in the Invincible Iron Man, is that what it's called? That's one of the books on the list that I was talking about. Yeah. Yep. Invincible Iron Man, he confronts Tony and says that. He said, I had it. No, I'm not worried about ruling nobody. No, I'm not worried about um, starting over. And of course, you're on Tony's side. Tony's like, what the fuck? Hell no, Doom. You're wanting to help me? You're giving me these awesome things? You're telling me these... What the fuck's going on? I mean... So, Marsha has been reading all the post-SW books... Secret Wars books. I've been waiting because I and wanted I'm glad to... because it takes me forever to read with everything that happens at this house. So, and I also didn't want to be spoiled about how SW could end because I've been so involved in the story for real life years as he's built it from Fantastic Four through New Avengers through Avengers. So I actually wanted to see his ending before I went into the post SW. World. You can't necessarily just say SW in a post Star Wars Force Awakens world either. Sure, because then I'm talking about Marvel Comics. <laughs> I know, sorry, go ahead. I thought about that the first time you said it. I didn't want to derail you because I didn't. But the thing is, you're probably more caught up than I am now because I'm a little over a month behind on my comics and you do digital, so you get them weekly. Yes. So I've now read like all of. If, which I would be if my comic store was driving distance. Invisible Iron Man, I've read all of the new I'm up to Doctor Strange. I've read the new Spider Man. 
I haven't done any Spider-Man. I've got issue three of Doctor Strange and four of Iron Man. That's where yeah. I'm at. Because five is out now on uh, Iron Man. And four was out for Doctor Strange. And those will be in my profile. And I've read the Avengers. Which the first one? two. These two? Yep. The all new, all different, different Avengers. Avengers. Yep. Which one is your favorite? Uh, I haven't... I know you've kept up with the um, Ultimates, right? Yes. I love tell, tell that comic. Because I don't have any of those yet. And I'm sure because I just added it to my pull list. So I'm probably going to be behind a few issues. What happens in the first couple issues of that? <laughs> All it's, these issues are starting off really big. But right. It's, Squadron Supreme, so far, number one has been my favorite. This motherfucker, these, this team is fucking awesome. Well, okay. It then, all so begins here, Avengers number zero. Tell the folks about the first issue, but move up closer to the mic. Well, I get lost in the weeds a lot. And the long and short of it is the Squadron Supreme is a team. I'm not sure who everybody is. This is uh, Hyperion. Well, yeah, that's Hyperion and Dark uh, Nighthawk. Nighthawk uh, Power Princess. Power Princess. Who's? I mean, I, I know those people, but I don't know Blur, Spectrum, Spectrum, and Tundra. Yeah, and they are the last remaining people of their timelines. Their their Earth, their pillar realities, right, and they are the only ones that survive the incursion. Okay, so in Avengers number zero, it's a, a narrative basically. It's a team talking to each other as they train, as they're attacking a Hydra base. It's Hyperion, it's the Squadron Supreme, and they're attacking Hydra, and they're talking about, you know, all the, these are the, this is the world we live on, this is what's left, there's all these teams, we're all fighting for good, but we're going to go, we're going to do what, what it takes, so we're going to have, we're going to eventually come to odds with these other superhero teams, so they have the rundown. And then, then that's when the issue, they talk about the Avengers, the Uncanny Avengers, A-Force, the Ultimates, the new Avengers. And at the very end, they're Squadron Supreme. And the issue, first number one of Squadron Supreme, they are attacking Atlantis and they're fighting Namor and his people. Lots of dialogue, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to spoil the entire thing because this is basically spoiling it. But Hyperion raises Atlantis out of the ocean. He's like, you know, to Namor be lucky that I'm letting your people escape the island. And then he threw it into the desert and exploded it into a million pieces. And then they behead Namor and they're like, okay. And then they get on the, the TV and they're like, we are Squadron Supreme. We are the badasses. We're blah, blah, blah. That's it. We're the badasses. Yeah. They don't, they don't challenge the world. They do nothing. They say we're here to do what has to be done. Other people couldn't do it. We're here. We did it. So, and it's because back during the incursions, Namor, as a member of the Illuminati, actually destroyed a world. Oh, it was Prism's world. Yep. Her, Spectrum's her actual, world. Oh, yeah. Spectrum's world. Why do I say Prism? Is that a different character? Yeah. Okay. But then towards the end of the first issue, you know, you news reports and stuff, and they've attacked Hydra. They've attacked uh, the Magi, which is a uh, mafia. They've attacked... Uh, they're, they're just taking people out in the name of justice, but there's collateral damage and there's lots of, so, so now the, the, the last page or two pages is, who is it? The last commander Rogers. It's, um, the uncanny Avengers is alerted. Yeah. They're going after him now. Jim Hellman, because 
Steve, Jim Hammond, the original Human Torch, and Namor were all partners back in World War II. So even though they don't approve of what Namor did of doing the incursions, he can't just behead an invader and think it won't go unchallenged. Really? It's back to the invader days, huh? Anyway, that was some so, hardcore shit, so I really dig that, man. You think he's actually dead dead? Maybe that's how they took out? Well, the next issue preview has him holding his head with him looking... It's looking. just a cool cover. I've actually read that issue. Oh, okay. Do I think that... Man, I don't know. How many times has everybody died? No, he's not dead dead. I mean, fuck. Even though they, they showed his body and his beheaded head laying next well, to his body? people like Sinister and shit, I mean, you can be cloned. You can be... I mean, come on. I mean, okay, cool. It's possible. He might be dead. It might have just been a decoy clone. When, I mean, they were... T- I don't know, man. I would like to think that he was dead. That's hardcore. That's fucking awesome. But I like Namor. I don't love him, but I like him a lot. He's pretty cool. That was fucked up. That was awesome. <laughs> it was just like all the, the fucking Secret Wars. I am a badass. You can't do this. I'm a real badass. No. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled the what I call the do Thanos yeah and then like right before that fucking uh, Scott Summers with the the Phoenix Force stepped out of that pod man that was some awesome little it might have made it three panels <laughs> maybe before Doom was like choke <laughs> crunch yeah <laughs> broke his neck that was it I was like oh cause I didn't know because I, the the way I read, and I've said this before, the way I read comics is I, I save a couple of several issues. I like to binge read when I do read, because I, I can get through about four, maybe maybe five if I'm super into it, an hour. So I like to save up ten. Like Batman, I haven't read any of the in game stuff yet. Oh man, that is... I, I have it all, individual issues, but I have like eighteen issues back now. That is actually but I'm one of the. Catch up with the Avengers and stuff. So I got you. But that's move. one of the best Joker stories I've read in a long time. You uh, you got Alamo. He he got some of the stuff you were. I think I said that before yeah. too. I repeat myself. Sorry if I so, if y'all hear the same shit. What's your, your next favorite in the panel? I would love to say Iron Man, but I think it's Doctor Strange. That is a really fun comic, Doctor Strange. And because I like weird stories and weird comics, and I like that the fact that Jason Aaron, the guy who is the writer of Doctor Strange, is really embracing the fact that he exists in a really weird world. <laughs> and he just really turns into it, and I'm digging it. What do you like about it, Marsh? Oh, it, it's just weird, man. The magic stuff always, always for some reason, appealed to me. It, but this one, it's kind of... I guess the old comic was like this, too. But it's kind of hokey. It's kind of like a mix between maybe... Like Jessica Jones meets... Constantine, kind of. Well, not that hardcore. I mean, that's a pretty... It's it's a bit more lighthearted sometimes. I mean, I, I'm not talking about Constantine the TV show, because I haven't actually seen that. You mean the comic? If I said the movie, would that get, make me lose geek points? Just with me. <laughs> you don't like Neo the Exorcist? <laughs> I do not. I like the Neo Exorcist. He was pretty cool. 
No, I mean, I like some of the ideas and stuff. You know, being Catholic, anything that has to do that's rooted in the Catholic religion and all that stuff, I think that's neat because I believe some of that crazy shit that people talk about. No, nothing, never mind. I guess the long and the short of it is you're digging Doctor Strange. I'm digging all the comics that I'm reading, which is sucky. How about Iron Man? Digging Iron Man by Bendis. I think Tony's right to be um, paranoid. I, I I don't know much about Madame Mask, but I think that's just because I'm a fucking stupid ass who hasn't read all my Iron Man back issues. I'm sure Madame Mask is in one of those hundred comics yes. that I got. But I've always okay. Felt... Before you leave, I want you to come out in the garage with me and look at my comics. When I move, I'm gonna have the geek room and I'm gonna set it up. What should I read first? Okay. Because you've read all the stuff. Yes. And I have like the Batman stuff for the End Game and all that stuff. I got all the Iron Man comics. I got lots and lots and lots of X Men back issues. You know, but you have read a whole lot of those because, like, you have read Inferno and the Fall of the Mutants and all right, that but stuff. I'm talking about anything before that, I don't. Like the first, I have lots of issues. The Brew Saga. The I haven't read much before. We'll say issue two hundred. Hmm, okay, I have several of those issues. I mean, I have, I don't know, maybe seventy issues before two hundred, but not a whole lot. I know the story. I mean. I got you. All the role-playing games in the books that we have, it gives the story and the history and stuff. And I read the role-playing books, so I kind of know what. But I've never read the actual issues, visuals, and stuff. That's a pretty epic ones. But I've always felt that Bendis is at his best when he writes for a single character. Like he's I like, good. I like his X Men run. Like he he's good at a team book, but I think that Did he he's... do the Avengers too. Mm-hmm. That issue where it was a crossover whenever uh, the Uncanny Avengers stepped up to the Avengers, or the Uncanny X-Men, the, you know, before Secret Wars. The all-new X-Men and their younger selves met the Uncanny Avengers? Before Secret Wars, there was Cyclops' team, the Uncanny X-Men. Right. And then there was the Avengers. Right. Uh, I forgot, it might have been Steve Rogers, uh, Captain America that was leading them. And they went to, they found where Cyclops' base was, and they confronted them. Or they found where they were somewhere, and they confronted them, and some they time stopped and just disappeared. And they uh, Cap was like, "I mean, come on! They, they just fucking took us out without even lifting a finger, y'all! What the fuck?" That was the first issue of Uncanny X Men. Was that the first one? Or let me think. Because I have it's, a lot of them. I started I think, started reading, but I'm missing some. So I think that they had been all new X Men. Because the it's not it's not all new. I know for sure it wasn't uncanny. It was either in an uncanny X Men comic or because one of the Avengers comics. It all new X Men. X Men. They found that girl in Australia that could stop time, and they went to go get her. And then the Avengers showed up, and they had her stop time. And then they used magic to get them all out. That was the all new X Men. Was that all new? Yeah. Because I mean, I was reading them all. I don't see. That's my problem, man. I can't. I can retain some stuff, but that's why I have to read a whole lot. That's the sad part, because I don't have time to do that. How are you liking the all-new, all-different Avengers? All-new, all-different. It's okay. I mean, all of these are just uh, leading up to something bigger. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to see what's happening. And the sad thing is, 
the little interactions here between Nova and Mrs. Mar- Mrs. Marvel. Miss Marvel. The little interactions between Nova and Miss Marvel has actually got Nova a reprieve on the pull list. Really? He got put back on the pull list. Wow, that's that's impressive. Because it's cute. Right, it's, it's the old school kind and of Marvel. On the record, not me. <laughs> I don't care that much. The teen angst, the the cute kind of stuff. I don't hate it. I won't not read it. I read it. I'm sure Nova, because she had Nova. She she likes the old Nova. What was well, his name? Jason. Uh, Richard Ryder. Richard Ryder. And, and I like him better, too. She just, you know. We're, She's a fan girl. We're old now. Yeah. <laughs> the teen angst stuff, the high school stuff just doesn't appeal as much, which is odd because that is the exact opposite of what was said before we started getting the, those books. But, you know, because we even tried uh, Batgirl. Is that what it was? Yeah. And Babs, what's her name? Uh, I don't know names. Uh, Babs. Gordon. Babs Gordon, is that her name? Well, her name is Barbara Gordon. No, I'm talking about the artist of the comic. Oh, Babs, yeah. Babs yeah. something or another. And she's made it fresh, and she had the combat boots, and it's all cute. And we did that, and we got a few issues of that, and she was the same way. She was like, ah, Harley Quinn, we got that for a little while. And she was like, yeah, I like it, but uh, I'm not a fangirl of Harley. So, and then we tried Poison Ivy for a minute, and I think it might be a biased house because I'm more Marvel than anything. So the stuff that she I can relate to and we can have conversations about are limited. So I don't know. She's just keeping up with Thor. And that's one thing that I'm behind on is I haven't read the first couple issues of Thor. Thor's so good. And I have the all new X-Men over there and I haven't read those couple issues yet. Me either. Was... Oh, but the Ultimates. Man. <laughs> oh, that's what I asked you about an hour and a half. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that is my kind of comic. It's cosmic and it's big and it's weird. And it's very Grant Morrison-esque. But the guy who's doing the Ultimates, Al... Oh, what's his last name? It's Al something. Roker. No. Not Al Roker, man? I'm joking. Until I saw his face, I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is it? Uh, I don't have the issues, but I do. Um, Vin and the Chipmunks. He's the one that also was writing Loki... Agent of Asgard. Ah, Stephanie would know them because she... And he also wrote Captain America and The Mighty Avengers and The Mighty Avengers before it became Captain America and The Mighty Avengers. Anyway, he's a good writer and I'm loving The Ultimates. It's, the Ultimates is the book he was trying to write with The Mighty Avengers, but now he's actually getting a chance to write. It's The Blue Marvel, Miss America, The Black Panther... Spectrum and Captain Marvel and they have taken it upon themselves to provide ultimate solutions to the ultimate problems of the Marvel universe <laughs> and the first two issues do you know what okay, they I'm did sorry. I glazed over what were we talking about I'm not going to repeat everything because that's already no, I'm not the, asking to repeat it. the ultimates the ultimates okay go ahead wow well, hopefully everybody else Ultimates, is still intrigued. Ultimate meant something, right? Like you were telling me what Ultimates mean? They chose that name because... it was just a bunch of words to me right then. <laughs> but that's cool. It didn't, didn't, go ahead, keep going. Who, who, who are the Ultimates? <laughs> I'm sorry, really, I'm sorry. He's really hot. I, I got lost. I got lost somewhere, man. I, 
Okay, I so thinking about moving and how we were gonna, I was gonna get a good podcasting room and I was gonna. Okay, sound okay, because I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Everyone Focus else heard it. Everyone else heard it. So the just of it is the ultimates are the Blue Marvel, the Black Panther. Okay, who's the Blue Marvel? He was actually there's some. I got the comics coming now, but I'm gonna miss the first couple issues. There's a there are some retcons in his origin, but he's one of the most powerful heroes of the Marvel U. He's a walking antimatter reaction. He's also one of the smartest people in Marvel, on par with T'Challa and Reed and Tony. Then there's the Black Panther. There's Miss America. Another another T'Challa. Or is this the only T'Challa? It's the only T'Challa. Okay, so there's only one of everybody here. Right. Then there's Miss America. There's... Is Thor still around? Like the guy Thor? Yeah, but he's at the moment lost somewhere. Okay. There's Spectre. Then there's Captain Marvel. And they have, and they have taken it upon themselves to provide the ultimate solutions to the ultimate problems in the Marvel U. So their first two issue arc was. So what would be the ultimate problems, like multi-dimensional stuff like that? Or? Well, as an example, in their first issue, they decide. So what, if I would have just shut up, you would have. Told I would. Me. Yeah, it's about to get. <laughs> so for the first issue they decide they're going to solve the problem of Galactus so the problem of Galactus and <laughs> right right the first issue <laughs> right okay. that's, I what, I was, that's what I was building up to <laughs> how many issues are there <laughs> they are they just got done with issue 3 okay tell me they haven't done it yet in issue 3 they solved it by issue 2 that's what I'm talking about. I really hope that I get the first couple of issues. Oh my That's God. what I'm talking about. I, I'm not even going to spoil it for you. No, do it. No, I, I want you to read them. I, well, I, I, I might not get them, so we're doing it right now. Let me hear it. Okay, so they decide that they, they do it by issue two. By issue two. <laughs> issue two. Does he have an Infinity Gauntlet? No. So tell me. I got to know. You can't tell me that and not tell me how it Okay, happened. so they decide that it will be ir- Responsible for them to let Galactus continue killing worlds and killing trillions. If they can... okay, but he's part of the Trinity, though, right? He's part of death and eternity. That so their point is we're not going to kill him. A, we're not sure we can. B, he's needed for the universe. But there were other solutions to the problem. Okay, so this gets into some. Old school Marvel history, but do they make like a generator that just keeps his ass fat and happy or something? Do you know how he became Galactus? His origin? No. And the previous, before our Big Bang, there was the old universe. Right. That was coming to an end, and it was contracted. And when it contracted, it would form a single. Omega point and then explode back out into our universe. Okay. He was part of the last species left in that dying universe. But he was a scientist and he was like, I want to see the end. Life is important. Life must continue and we must continue life. So let us go to the end and see if we can go to the other side. So he got a crew and he went to go see the ultimate end at the ultimate 
Omega Point. And in the end, he was the last person of his crew left alive. And then his spacecraft that he was in became his incubator. So when our, so when it became time for our Big Bang and our universe, he was the last survivor of the old universe. And he stayed in that incubator to become Galactus. Okay. Eons pass. Of course, yes. Millions of years. And he's still in the incubator. The incubator achieves orbit around this random planet. And this planet thinks it's a threat. So they launch an attack against it. And their attack opens the incubator. And he's like, I am Galactus. And he destroys the space fleet. And he says, the hunger. And he kills that planet. And that's how he begins. That's a pretty toned down version. The Ultimates figured out what would have happened if that space fleet didn't attack the incubator. Maybe Galactus woke up too soon. Maybe he wasn't ready to hatch yet. Maybe the version, this version of Galactus isn't what we're supposed to be. Oh, that's, that's cool, yeah. So they tracked down the remains of his incubator and fix it and then they pretty much bum rush him and force him back into the incubator and close it and true enough that was the correct theory this was this was that's supposed to be his final form his final form was the life giver so now Galactus goes around to dead worlds and gives it life and not death because life that's has to fucking, survive that's fucking awesome Two issues, and they wrap that shit up, and now it's on to the next problem. And the next problem is time travel. Time is broken, and it's time to finally fix this broken timeline and end time travel. And that—that's the next problem. I like that. Right? It's a cool series. They're just because, like, it's, it's just you—they're using all the bullshit that's been going on in this stupid Marvel universe for the past right. 50, 60, 70 years. Exactly. We're just gonna wrap it all up. It's all canon. Right. We're all fixing to fix this shit. So, in the third issue, oh, they're like... That's awesome. They're like, time is broken between the age of Ultron, between the X-Men from the past, living in the present, between all of this stuff. We can't, we can't allow this to continue. Sooner or later, we're going to break time so much it's going to just fall in on itself. Yeah, and that's kind of what it's... No. The incursions were something totally different. Right. Okay. But yeah, so apparently, so that's why it's so ultimate because the two issues they solved one of the longest running Well, problems. they are the ultimates after all. So that's why it's one of my, my favorite okay. new comics. Well, hopefully I'll get a couple of back issues too. Mm-hmm. And everybody, my wife. Put on a speaker. Hello. Hello. Hi, sweetie. Thank you. Welcome to Always Bet on Geek. That's right. You're on the speakerphone. You gotta love it. You can't do that shit for me. What if I said, you know... That's why I made sure... I wanna fuck when I get home. Well, people know that we fuck. And have sex. We are married. text and say are you recording so it's all fair game that's like 24 hours in a day how do i know that you're gonna be recording and i told you 
Because we are working on the... We are working on episode X. X? What is episode X going to be about? The tip episode, baby. So far we've talked about... So far we've talked about Malcolm X, X X-Men, Bill Cosby's... Like the X-Files. The the X-Files will be what we wrap up on, but we've already been going over an hour or so. Cool. I I wish we would have, I would have talked to you about it before because that sounds pretty neat. Because Smallville was on that list of 10 seasons. I stopped watching Smallville after a while. Are you kidding me? Smallville was fucking awesome, Pat. It, it, It drug on too long. It's okay. You like Dawson's Creek. I don't want to wait for a to be over. Whatever the hell that was. It's the baby sleep. So what are you doing? Are you on your way home? Yeah. Okay. You want to ignore my question? Would you, what, yeah, I guess I am. What'd you say? It's the baby asleep. The baby is probably going to be up pretty soon, but yeah, she's asleep right now. Okay. All right. Tell her. Tell everybody bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> there you go. You're going to have to cut me out. I can't be on Always Been on Geek, but it wouldn't be Always Been on Geek. Um, you know we're married, right? Yeah. And you are well aware of the fact that we have sex on a regular basis? Well, I know. I'm talking about everything, not just that. I don't care. You don't care if we have sex on a regular basis? That's it. You're cut off. You're still, you are still on speakerphone, and he's still recording still. I should point that out for you. She knows what's up. I'm just looking at some kids out of the window. They're going door to door, ringing the bell. So I'm waiting for them to come so I can set Sookie barking at them. Yeah, she's real vicious. Well, she, she might drown them in her slobber. Well, if all they hear is her barking at the other side of the door and nobody rings the doorbell, they probably will not ring the doorbell more than once or 15 times. Little <laughs> bastards. Okay, I'll see you when you get home. Love you. Alright, love you too. Bye. Bye. Okay, so what were we just talking about? Uh, the Ultimates. Like Dawson's Creek. Oh, okay. But that, that's pretty much it. They're coming to the fucking house. Ding yeah. dong. They know we're here. They can see you. I can't see the name, though. Before the baby wakes up. I don't know what the hell we were saying. We were talking about the ultimates. How long did you pause it, man? I've been talking for 20 minutes here. I paused it after they rang the doorbell. Damn the man. Because you can hear the dog barking. You just said, like, it's it's so time consuming. At this point, let's go ahead and <laughs> move on to the X-Files. I think we've wrapped up the comics talk, unless you can think of anything else. Uh, what about the all-new Avengers? Haven't read that yet. The one with Squirrel Girl? Yep. Do you know anything about Squirrel Girl? Yeah. I don't, this is, I knew she existed because, uh, what her name, what's her name, Riddle? The, the cosplay chick? Okay. Uh, her name is Ricky something. She was on, I first... I uh, started paying attention to her on the uh, Heroes of Cosplay TV show. It was it was silly, but I like I've always liked Halloween and dressing up and stuff. That's why the the okay. So you've the, heard the, the TESD, a squirrel girl because the TESD Town Dolls. That's the reason why I've been doing their stuff. 
Well, I had to, I had to give a shout out to the TESD Town Dogs. There's a lot of them. They're friends. They're awesome. They're cool. <laughs> you gotta do it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just had. I just had. I could see. You him. thought me. I was getting lost in the weeds. I could see I you look to, at the weeds right. I wanted to <laughs> walk make, towards I wanted, it. I wanted to make sure that I gave. The oh shout man, out. this show's going long. Okay. Yes, I have heard a squirrel girl, but it's because she's an awesome character, and she has his. And she's kind of like Deadpool, where her power is a kind of meta. I don't really remember now that I'm thinking about it. Well, well the, the she has the squirrel, right? She reminds me of um, Minsk from that Baldur's Gate game. He had Boo the hamster. You don't remember the D and D game, Baldur's Gate for the PC? I never played it. Oh, okay, and he would talk to the damn hamster all the damn time. Well, that too, except she has control though. Like at one point, she squeaked or something, and like an army of hamsters came and attacked. It was kind of. Squirrels. I didn't say hamster. I did say hamster. I didn't mean hamster. Yeah, see, there's lots of editing here, Pat. It's going to be okay. <laughs> but I guess the reason why most people know of her is because of her meta power. And she can kind of break the fourth wall every now and then. Because what happens is, this used to happen back in the day, because it was kind of like an end joke, but... It became canon. Squirrel Girl can beat anybody, but it can only happen off panel. And there have been comics where there's a panel, and then it's like five minutes later, and she's standing over the body of Dr. Doom. Poof, Squirrely. That's a tough one. Doom is tough, and she's beat Dr. Doom. There's an issue where... (laughs) Wait, that really happened? Yeah, and there's an issue where... It's like did he now, not come back and kill her for that? I and mean, now for a adventure, a squirrel girl, she's standing over the defeated body of Thanos. She's like, man, that's my toughest fight yet. So watch her, and and, and the watcher is standing in the background, going, "Yes, squirrel girl, with my cosmic senses, I can tell you this is the one true Thanos, not a clone, not a make believe story, but the one true Mad Titan." Yeah, watch so it. He was tough. So she's delusional, is what it is. But this is all canon. So she the, never did that. So yeah. So the joke. I can't believe. So this. the joke is no a squirrel girl can beat anybody, but no. it has to happen off panel. No. That's why her powers are, no. are like. I disbelieve it. It did not happen. That's I like Deadpool. True. No, because it's like it's meta. Moving on. <laughs> it's not happening, man. Don't try to show it to me. I am going to show it to you because your mind has been broken, man. I'm not believing it. It's not happening. How is showing it to me going to help it help me not have my mind broke by it? It's not. No, uh-uh. I think there's one. Where really, she, it's not that big a deal. That's she actually, actually cool. Big Galactus too. So what the fuck is she doing on the team? Why isn't she by herself? Because all these people are new folks. Is this? This isn't Asmodeus, is it? No, that's all Hulkling. Hulkling, right, right, right. Is this the team? What's his name? That bot aim? Is this him? Yeah. Okay, I forget his name now. Sunspot. Sunspot. What's his name, though? Sunspot's name. Like Bobby. Bobby. Da Costa. Da Costa or Dakota? Da Costa, that's DaCosta, right. Da Costa, yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. I, I heard it pronounced by somebody. I probably, I sell comics. Because a lot of my comics come from, from them. Out of context, man. That, that didn't happen. <laughs> I don't believe that. That's just a meme. That, that's some bullshit. She was having a dream or something. That shit didn't happen. Beat Thanos' asses up in the air. That shit, uh-uh. I wish I could have helped you, but 
You didn't need my help. As I watch John Swan to never interfere. He, he can't take it, guys. He can't take the fact that a, a woman be Thanos. Wait. I know. <laughs> we can cut that part. No, we don't have to cut it. I just want to make it clear. I did not mean because she was a female. Because I think it's a silly character. <laughs> but if she's that badass, she's not that fucking silly anymore. <laughs> she's pretty badass. She reminds me, she is like a, a human Monty Python skit. She could be like the flying rabbit squirrel girl. Wasn't that funny, huh? Okay. <laughs> uh, he didn't even try to hold back a smile. I could tell that was just not funny. <laughs> My bad, man. My fucking bad. I tried. That's why you don't try to make jokes. You just talk and then... I've got a question. What else to talk about, man? We we got pretty... Okay. Geek-tastic. Well, we're, this is the X, man. What about the X-Files? Steph is on her way home, so I kind of want to say a book to talk about Daredevil and Jessica Jones on the next podcast. X-Files! That's your geek shit. That's your geek shit. That's going to take a while to explain, and we may not have time because he's on her way home. We're already at an hour and 20 minutes, and even with an edit, that's probably going to be around, maybe. But yes, watch the new X-Files. It's only a six-part miniseries, and it's just great to see them back on the air, Mulder and Scully. Like, they have the same theme song, the same opening, but a kind of different because, like, they'll do a code open and then go, Fox Presents. <laughs> anyway, it's so awesome. It takes me back every time. You're hurting me. Oh, it's painful. Oh, God. I guess I could say a spoiler about it. So... Spoiler for the first issue. Uh, spoiler for the first episode of the new X Files. Aren't real. It's the government the whole fucking time fucking with them. Yes, I know. I heard it somewhere. Okay. <laughs> he was like, "Lucky guess." <laughs> but the thing is, the but aliens. He, but are, he still wants to believe though. The aliens are real, but they don't interfere with us. They did crash land in Roswell, and we took their bodies and their tech, and that's what helped the syndicate start to take over everything. So all those UFOs in the sky weren't UFOs. They were the syndicate having reverse engineer the tech and do a test run. But they used UFOs as a cover story to make people waste their time looking for UFOs and aliens. And that paid them any attention. Makes sense. Sneaky shadow governments, organizations, fucking bastards. You know but the look above the space. That's why they're called black ops, right, Pat? <laughs> I can't help myself, Pat. It's, it's, see? I'll edit some of it. I'm just not going to. Anyway, you know how I the look. And it sounds stupid. I'm, I'm going to cut all that out. Okay? The look above the space. When he's like, my entire life has been a lie. Anyway, it's. I never saw. That twist coming, and I think the second episode was even better than the first because it was more of an old school type of excellent episode where it was like something weird is happening, and let's find out what's going on. And apparently, the third episode for people who have seen an events showing is the best one so far, and that one comes on Monday tomorrow. Anyway, I'm digging it. Monday, what date? The first. I need to edit this. It'll come out on the first, February first. Yep. Yeah, I think there are some shows that just work better as episodic format. I think 
I can't wait to see Ash versus the Evil Dead. I heard that's good. Oh, and yeah, I, I've heard it. And I heard everywhere. and Star Trek. And there's season two coming too. Star Trek, I know. Star Trek is good as a movie, but it works best as an episodic format. And I think, well, yeah, I think the, the X-Files work because of the the past and the history. And but you, but you can't really build on. You can't really get into each character because you only have two and a half hours at most to tell a story and then get out. Meanwhile, if you have episodes, you can like have episodes for just one character and build that character up, and then that builds up the other anyway. But yeah, X Files, the start X Files, Star Trek are just like things that work better as episodes, in my opinion. Even though I enjoy the movies, I guess that's it, man. I mean, we should. Unless you have anything else to add on this episode X X, uh-uh. do you want to uh, give any plugs to anybody yourself? Because I'm just giving shout outs to different uh, different podcasts. Well, always, as always, go to badboardy.com and listen to Maxwell's house. Support him, do whatever you got to do, and all the pods that are on badboardy.com. There's, there's a few of us. And then uh, support the pod podcasts that are in the new pod world order, the NPWO, which would be, uh, who is it, Pat? That's all you, man. I, I thought it was... That's all you. You're, you're part of it. What's up? Ground floor, baby. You told me about it, so I know <laughs> you know more about it. <laughs> but I know it's like, what, Welcome to the Alamo, the BS Pod. Ah. Pop Culture Crunch, Totes Milady, and Always Bet on Geek. That's the core. But see, that's the thing. Should we start off? Are we the white and black NPWO? Or can we? Are we already branched off into the wolf pack? Are we the red and black MPWO? Uh oh. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he's leaned in. It's getting tense. Okay. I. The one thing I do know is that when I was into the NWO, it was during the era of Hollywood Hogan and Kevin Nash and all those cats. And the so same with the black one? and white. It was the black and white. Yep. That was when they started. Good times, man. Nineties wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, that, that's a great era. The attitude era. You know, I still have like 30 tapes. Video oh, wait, tapes. wait. Were those all your... My shout-outs. Um, I guess I give a shout-out to the Town Dolls. You got to <coughs> give a shout-out to all the ants. Tell them Steve, Dave. What are the podcasts? Mike and me. I mean, they give you knowledge. If that's Batman on Batman, him and Mark Bernardin. Awesome. It's okay. I can edit that. Okay. I love that podcast. And I love their new channel on YouTube. They're good on camera. Okay, well, guys, that's it. I would give all of my shout outs. Well, on let's the, give some shout outs. We have a few minutes. I have a whole list, and it's about to walk in right now. I know how it. No, because there's one I actually want to talk about more, but I'm not going to have time to. Yeah, man. So I can do it on the next podcast when stuff gets here. Yeah, but that one might not be heard for a month or so, as long as you say it once. It Check be- out the podcast. Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time, period. It's, I just discovered it. It's been on for a while, but it is hilarious. And I tend to agree. He is one of the best actors of all time. It's a great podcast, so go check it out. That's it. What about your Axelrod bud? What's his name? Curtis Axelrod? <laughs> he is, gonna, is that his name? Curtis Axelrod? Also check out The Voice of Free Planet X, hosted by and created by my friend, Jared Axelrod. Jared. Yes. And that's See, it. Really, I have a list, look, but that, I will go over the list. That's just me. I'm really not trying to be disrespectful <laughs> to the guy. I mean, no. you, you know that, but, and I know he doesn't listen to this, but I'm just saying.
I was trying, I I was trying be, to wrap it up. I don't want to be your white friend that does that, that act stupid. You know, I don't want to be. You got a list. Keep going. I don't even hear them coming yet. Nope. All right, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> this is another episode of Always Bet on Geek X. Marks the spot. This has been your friendly neighborhood co-host, Pat, along with Marsh, actually up here in the pie cave up north. Um, up north? We're still in Mississippi. We're south. We're deep south. You are in the tip-top north of the state. You are, are a five-minute drive from Memphis. <laughs> if that. If that. So, yeah. So, are you going to talk about where they can reach us? He sidetracked me about the Memphis talk. Is that what you were going to do? <laughs> yeah, I was... As always, you can find us on at always bet on geek on Twitter, always bet on geek at gmail.com. Marsh has started up a page on Facebook. It's our, it's, I guess it's a fan page, but I don't, I hate even, it's like a, a page for the podcast, so it's always been on geek. It's a fan and then page. we have always been on geek Instagram. We do, right. But, but it's kind of a hassle to, because I do everything on my phone for the most part. So, it's hard for me to, like, my normal Facebook, I don't even check that anymore. I'm only on Always Been on Geek. I know Facebook. because you always like stuff, and it's the Always Been on Geek, Geek profile. Right. I don't yeah. even go to my normal one right now because I got too many people, I've got too much stuff going. Instagram's too hard to go back and forth, so I use my squishy Nassim for my. So pretty much, you can always Nassim find Louise. us. <laughs> you can always find us on Twitter at Always Been on Geek. We always check that one and always bet on geek at gmail.com. We actually always check those two. So you can always find us there. And on that note from Pat. I forgot. Welcome to the Alamo and the MPWO. I said that. Did you say welcome to the Alamo? Yeah. That's a, the first one I said was welcome to the Alamo. All right. This has been Pat. Friendly neighborhood co-host. I already said <laughs> Every time. It's a multiple ending every time. All right. This has been Pat, your friendly neighborhood co-host. The Graveyard Shade, <laughs> a.k.a. The Sexy Black Man, a.k.a. Frustrated Black Man, a.k.a. <laughs> we we would have done it. We would have succeeded. <laughs> now we have to wait again because <laughs> the door is going back down. I may keep all of this. That's funny. And this is Marshall, a.k.a. Squishy Nouse Inc., a.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for keeping up with us for 10 episodes. Here's the 10 and 20 and 30 more. And on that note, we out. Always bet on geek. And if you're listening to this podcast, you have made a good life choice. You know what quality entertainment is, and you know how to support the individual artists that are bringing it to you. So keep up the good work. I'm out.